É isso. Woo! <laughs> Look at you. I know. Have you ever actually called the hogs? Good afternoon. Good evening, I guess. Uh, thanks yeah. for joining us for another episode of Unscripted. This is Unscripted with Marshall Brown, Brandon Dodd. Woo. Thank you for joining us again. Uh, assuming a lot of you are watching on Wednesday night uh, when we usually uh, post this, but even if you're watching this later on at a different time, I'm glad you took the time to, to be with us. Uh, we are continuing answering um, frequently asked questions. Uh, most of the questions, well, I guess maybe all the questions that we're answering on yeah. our, in our Unscripted class were submitted to us by our church family as either um, a question that they have for themselves that they consistently ask and, and uh, are just wanting some answers to, or uh, a question that they've been asked and just not totally for sure how they should answer a person who has asked them that question. So we've been going through several of these, and we're going to do that um, again tonight. So I guess, you know, I don't know how you want to jump into it. I mean, there's a lot that, like... Yeah. <laughs> well... Uh, well, let's do confession time. So Marshall okay. and I plan out, we have a schedule for what Either. we're going to talk about, especially yes. with these, yeah, uh, with these topics. I think the technical term is we storyboard uh, <clears throat> how this yeah. particular episode is going to go. Yeah, our crew, we go over for a couple of days at a time, exactly how we're going to film, That's how right. we're going to, you know, exactly That's the right. verses that mm-hmm. we need. Uh, we do storyboard a little bit, though, how, how things are going to work. Yeah. Uh, but it all truly is unscripted as far mm-hmm. as what actually comes out of our mouth. But today... There is no yeah, script. Yeah. It's truly unscripted. And so, because it is unscripted, yes. today we will talk about... I misspelled it. Today, uh, our um, topic, mm-hmm. <laughs> it was just to remember what we were talking about. But it was technically politics, yeah. question mark? Yes. <laughs> politics, question mark. Politics, That's question nice. mark. Yeah. And that, that question... Uh, the one we're alluding to was uh, this question in particular. Why is God not helping people get along? It seems like politicians are just making our country more divisive. Yeah. So the reason that we said uh, politics question mark is because uh, it's, it's, it's a, a typical question of, you know, why is God not helping people get along? So why, mm-hmm. why are there different views on things? Why do we not, uh, you know, why don't we all, why don't we agree on things? Uh, and then with the through the framework of politicians are making our country more divisive. So mm-hmm. that's kind of what we're talking about today. A lot of this is all going to have political vibes, as the children yes. would say. And since we what, we're three weeks away, four weeks away from yeah our national um, election, November third. Yes, um, it seems like a very absolutely topic for us <laughs> to be talking about. Yeah, because so, everybody else is talking about it. For sure. Um, and, and I don't know how much we're going to really delve into, uh, well, like politics. Yes. We will not be, uh, uh, championing either party, or I know there's more than just two, but basically, you know, we're not going to be championing a particular political party, political view, anything like that. So if that's what you're looking forward to tonight, I'm just going <laughs> ahead and tell you right now, no, you know, I, I don't want to necessarily encourage you to shut it off, but that just... That's not what this is going to be about. Yeah. So, um, but you know, part of it you think about, you know, just from a Christian perspective. I mean, we're we're supposed to all get along, and and I think you know, we're we're not supposed to have arguments. We're all supposed to, you know, always agree and not have any disagreements. That's I right. think that's scriptural, right? That's right. So, that's right. Obviously, you and I agree on on everything. Yeah, we've never had a disagreement on here, ever, uh, um, or about uh, what to what to eat for lunch. I guess. 
Yeah. Have we? No, we always... Always agree. Always agree. Yep. Uh, usually it's what I want, right? It's always what you want. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> We're actually right. both pretty indecisive. I yes, like, that's, that's and non-committal. exactly right. It's that's like, right. I feel this. I feel this. Yeah. I don't know. We could do whatever. Okay, but, okay. So, so here's, the, here's the big question that because the NBA championship just happened. That's right. LeBron James, Michael Jordan, who's the greatest? Oh, well, oh, phew. You'd have to say Michael Jordan because of overall stats. You've right. got this guy that's coming up. Right. And trying to achieve some of this greatness. What is it? Uh, six championships or mm-hmm. seven? It's six, six. right? Yeah. Six. And so here he is with number four. He's got two left. Yeah. And he wants to surpass that, though. You don't want to just meet it. You want to surpass it. You know, you want to be... Yes. As far as, you know, overall stats. And he's broken he's, a couple. But he's already been in more championships. Right. Okay. But been so, in is different yeah. than... No, but I'm with you. I'm, I, you know, we, but, again, we agree. I'm all about Michael Jordan. <laughs> Michael Jordan's, you know, that, and that's not to say LeBron James isn't a great player. Sure. Michael Jordan's but greatest of all time. you open Is that up to anybody here, especially in the youth group and stuff. Some, some of my youth group students, that's a hill worth dying on. Oh, yeah. That's a hill worth some, dying on. Some of, the, some of your <laughs> students in my own family, that's a hill worth dying that's, on. That's correct. To be honest with you. Michael Jordan's old. This is, this is new, okay? This is yeah. current. Okay. Um, how about this? Um, uh, so we agree. We, 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 we totally agree on that. We, we totally agree on that. Um, M&Ms or Skittles? I don't know what your views are on that. I, that's what I'm asking. What uh, you, what, I would what say you, Skittles. What's your opinion? I would say Skittles. Skittles. What would you say? Because? Uh, I'm more of a, like, I don't know. I'll choose, like, the Skittles kind of taste more than chocolate. Chocolate is usually second tier for me. Mm-hmm. Like, if I can go for, like, gummy worms, Sour Patch Kids, or even, like, Skittles or Starburst right. over chocolate. Okay. But chocolate actually has some health qualities to it i mean that's a lie that's not a lie that is total <laughs> truth i read it on the internet show me so it's true oh there i was about to ask for the science yeah there it is there it is show you google it is chocolate healthy you'll find the answer are skittles healthy no they're not you need to choose chocolate you well, need to choose they, some of them have red dye some of them have green dye and we need some of those things to survive okay but understand this with with the skittles you realize you're eating the same the same no, candy no, no. the whole time well it's the same candy they well, don't so change are flavors M&Ms, right Right. No, so, they do change flavors. They, have, they do. It's M&M's. That no, all I did read this all, the other day. That is a lie. No, it's the same stuff. And the, they add uh, smells to it, and your nose makes you think that you're eating a different flavor, but it's actually all the same flavor. Show, show, me, show me the hyperlink I will show that. you that later. Like, I don't yes. believe that. I'm to- I will put it in the comments when we're done with it. You guys decide this is if that is true or not. Put in the comments on it. But how, <laughs> is you, how do you like Skittles instead of M&M's anyway? M&M's is one taste and Skittles is not. I don't, uh, okay. I don't agree with All your right. science. Well, I you're don't wrong. agree with your science. You're absolutely wrong. I believe in God. So. Okay. <laughs> so <I'm just> <laughs> you mean the guy that created the, co- the what is it, the cocoa the bean? Cacao, the, the, cacao whatever, that makes chocolate? Tree. That one? And the Skittles tree. Yeah. All right. <laughs> the rainbow. Okay. Yeah. What's that, rainbow? guys? What's that? Yes. Yes. What's that Skittles commercial where they're like He's milking, milking a giraffe? A giraffe. Yeah. That makes me uncomfortable every time I see it. I apologize. Yeah. So. It's God given. Okay. Uh, here's one. So agree to disagree. <clears throat> I guess. Because I like them both. But M&M's like is it. definitely better. For sure. Than Skittles. Listen. I'll, I'll tell you what. I'll, I'll even go this far. You're going to eat a bowl of ice cream. What are you going to put on it? Skittles? No. You want chewy ice cream? Okay. No. Why would you, you put M&Ms? candy on? No, that's a bad argument. Too. <laughs> you were about to say, I why know, put candy I was like, on I love ice cream? like Snickers on ice cream and like <laughs> Oreos, I yeah. guess. I don't know. How about M&M's? Have you tried it? 
Shut exactly. Up. All right. Thank you. Sure. <laughs> One. <laughs> okay. Um, what else? What else can we agree or disagree Something on? Something I always talk about. Because, mm-hmm. oh, I, and I know we disagree about this, actually. What? Actually, I'm fairly certain that we do. Yeah. Okay. I talk to the teens all the time because I'm like, okay, guys, rank them. Here's all the chicken places. Oh. You got Zaxby's, Raising Cane's, Chick-fil-A, and Slim's. <sighs> and we rank them. I'll tell you, I'll tell you what mine are. Okay. Okay. All Maybe right. you can rank yours in the comments, too. Yeah. Go ahead. Ready for this? I'm listening. I'm ready. Raising Cane's. Okay. Slim's. Okay. Chick-fil-A, Zaxby's. Raising Cane's, Slim's, Chick-fil-A. And actually, Zaxby's is kind of down here for me. Okay. I don't know what's, what's right so, here, but Zaxby's at the top. Wrong, wrong. Uh, you got to put Chick-fil-A at the top. It's God's chicken. I mean... Christian chicken? Jesus created Chick-fil-A for a reason. Right. And, was that in First is, Opinions 5? It is closed on Sundays for a reason. <laughs> because God loves it more than he loves Cane's and or Slim Chicken. The holy chickens. bird. That's right. The holy bird. Uh, I would have to go... I'd have to so go Chick-fil-A think, one. So Chick-fil-A one. I think so, yeah. Okay. Although, and I, having said that, I probably go to Cane's more than any of sure. on, on the list. Oh, so Cane's so be, has your like physical allegiance. <laughs> <laughs> well, part of the reason for the Chick-fil-A thing is the long line every time I go there. I can get through Cane's a whole lot quicker, and I like Cane's. Yeah, so Chick-fil-A's sure. going so, down on my opinion. No, because no, of the long no. Line. This still, when you ask them which is the best, if you had already bought them and laid them out in front of me, okay. Chick-fil-A. I'm talking about overall experience, my man. Okay. I don't go just food. I, go I thought you were just going flavor, you know, taste, texture, whatever. Kind if I'm of writing a review about that, I'm doing food, service, <laughs> cost. Service? My pleasure. It's the best, man. Chick-fil-A has got to be the best. The first words that I hear out of Cane's are, uh, what's kicking? You want some chicken? And I'm like, yes, I do hey, want hey, some chicken. Hey, how about some chicken today? today that's right. And I'm like, heck yeah, give me yeah, five boxes. That's, Cane's is number two. I'll go number okay. two, but, but God wants me to put Chick-fil-A number one. That's right. If you can't see that, then I don't know if we can... Okay, I'm all right with that. I, I'm not sure that we can be friends any longer. <laughs> so. Okay. So, okay, we're being kind of silly a little bit, but I do, I would love for you guys, anybody that's watching this, put in the comments, uh, whether you're watching this on Facebook or YouTube, like, rank them. Yeah. I'd like to know. Yeah, rank them. Put Chick-fil-A, put some... Canes, Raisin Canes, Zaxby's, and Slim Chickens. Yeah. What you got? Let's do, okay. Let's hear so, it. having said that... Um, Look how easy it is for us to find differences of opinion on some really <laughs> kind of dumb things. Yeah, dumb, dumb things. Okay. And it took us all of about 10 seconds on each one of those to either decide, yeah, we're totally in agreement. We're on the same team and we're smarter than everybody else because sure. we think the same. Or you're an idiot because you don't think like me. The Bible condones Chick-fil-A. <laughs> Where could you go wrong on that? And, and the reason that we want to demonstrate that uh, tonight is because that's part of the problem. At least in our American culture, maybe maybe in other cultures around the world, when it comes to, you know, politics, mm-hmm. because you have differences of opinion on how we as a society should operate, should maintain our laws, should interact sure. with each other, and we will try to gather together the people who we think feel the most like us, sure, and see things the most like us, and not only not only gather ourselves together, but make sure that we attack or at least somehow diminish yeah. the people who don't think like us. It's called mudslinging. Yeah. Like that's the, that's the term of here, here is some dirtiness and I'm just going to throw it right at you because yeah. you're nasty yeah. and here's all the things that you're doing wrong and I'm going to put, you know, throw you under the bus. Yeah. Mudslinging. And here's that, you know, 
we are not gonna we're not gonna divide. We're not gonna have big problems because you know he would rather go to Chick Fil A than Canes. I mean that's not a big deal. But there's people, and when we talk about you know division and stuff, there's people that uh, I will not be friends with you if you believe X, Y, and Z. Mm -hmm. or I will not be friends with you uh, if you vote for this particular politician. Uh, and and I, I've seen that I've seen that online too. Um, but man, it's just there's so many things because you know there's a lot of these things that we don't care about. But then there's stuff where it's like, man, this is a hill worth dying on. But but to your point, there's some stuff that we even attach, that we make a bigger deal, or even try to draw conclusions to that I don't even know are necessarily there, sure. but we're going to try to make it fit. Yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. like, even, like we were talking about the chicken. Does guy care what kind of chicken it is? No. But <laughs> could I make the argument? Because they're closed on Sundays <laughs> and uh, because, you know, they, I don't know, they pray over the chicken before they make it. What, I mean, I can make all sorts of arguments about why a Chick-fil-A is guy's chicken. That may or may not be accurate. And that's what we do, too. We are like, here's things that I think might be true, and, and here's some random thing over here, and I'm going to kind of cram it into my political beliefs. Case in point, I saw a chart this morning on social media. Somebody's made up a chart of um, COVID cases by total COVID cases by state, mm -hmm. and then showing which one of those are red or blue states. And and you can decide. Here's you the know you, obviously if if your state points. is is the majority of your state is this political party, you either have more or less COVID cases. Yeah, they're directly related. Exactly. I mean, that's you know and that's the point they were trying to make. Why would you make that chart <laughs> unless you wanted to try to convince people that their politics are determining their health? That's right. That's right. Which, in that case, those things aren't related. I don't think. Yeah. I don't know. You could. I'm sure somebody <laughs> may be watching this going, "Yes, they are." Actually, um, and you could probably come up with a valid reason why. But, but that's what we do with our with our politics and our opinions. Is we mm -hmm. we become so ingrained with what we think is the right way to to view things uh, that we end up becoming not just defensive of them. But violently uh, opposed to those <laughs> and, and, and enemies. Yeah. Well, the, those who don't think like us. Uh, I find I find this all all, all the time. We talk with people, uh, and when, especially whenever you're talking about political parties, and it's they and them, and this is the way, and, and those it's guys. just yeah, yeah. And automatically, it's 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 not me. It's them. Mm -hmm. Look at the way that they are approaching these things. The way that they are voting. The way that these people and them them them. And that's just, I, in, in my mind, that's such a, like, attacking mm -hmm. kind of point of view mm -hmm. of this is the way that they do things, but we, we united, we do not do those things. Right. Uh, and it's so polarizing. It's not, yeah, we have some of us that vote this way and some of us that vote this way. It's always us and them. Yeah. It's always their, their beliefs and, and our beliefs. Who is my enemy? Case in point, you just said a few minutes ago, agree to disagree sure. about M&M's or Skittles or about whatever chicken. We will not agree to disagree <laughs> on a variety of different topics. For sure. You know, and, 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 and attach our political party to those things. Yeah. And we, we've talked about this before. Man, this was many weeks ago, I think. Uh, but we, we will look at somebody and, and we're just talking about, you know, red or blue or politics. And it, it can be simple, as simple as that. Are you mm -hmm. voting for this person or for this person? Well, de depending on who you say 
We are enemies now. Yeah. Go ahead and unfriend me. I will. We can't. I will determine what kind of character you have, what kind of person you are. Yeah. Based on who you are. So here is the entirety of a person. This is the person that you're voting for in this election. Obviously, you're evil. Yeah. Uh, And and not very bright. Yeah. And here are the reasons that you're wrong. (laughs) And we can no longer be friends because of it. Yeah. And I think Christians have a hard time about this too. And I I feel like I'm stepping on eggshells, but um, there's even Christians that do this too that uh, feel if you're a Christian, you have to vote this way. Mm-hmm. If you're a Christian, you have to support these laws. If, uh, you know, if Jesus was here today, he would vote this way, or he would be a part of this party. Yeah. Uh, and the, the really hard truth in the middle of all of that stuff is that uh, each political party can uh, have Jesus backing them. I joked with the teens and stuff, too, that I've seen so many pictures of Facebook on Facebook in particular of both uh, Donald Trump and Joe Biden. And it's Jesus is like painted behind them and has like hold yeah. of them and like well done my good and faithful <laughs> servant, and yes. it's just like, and it just it's very, I don't know it just it just stinks I think for Christians in particular, mm-hmm. uh, because Christians too Christians will divide and Christians will say we cannot we cannot I cannot agree with you, mm-hmm. because uh, you know we're talking we have different differing opinions on social justice mm-hmm. we have differing opinions on what life really means, what, yeah. you know, and not so, to get into So, yeah, so let me ask this then, because you kind of, you know, opened that door a second ago. So so what do you think, um, or how do you think Jesus not just fits into <laughs> politics, how does he view it? Like, like this person asks a question, we have a lot of divisiveness, divisiveness in our country. There's, you know, and, and they lay the blame at the feet of politicians. And there's sure. probably some blame to go there. Sure. Uh, just the politicians in our country are dividing us. What would Jesus' response be to that? Or, or if, if he was in 2020 United States of America, how, you know, where, where would that fit in? Do you, do you think, you know, as far as his ministry is yeah. concerned, from well, what you see in Scripture? First of all, I don't think you'd be surprised at all. <laughs> <laughs> That's probably true. I, I really, I really don't think so. <laughs> You're right. I think you probably look around and go, oh, same as it was two thousand years ago. <laughs> same as it was two thousand years. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So you've got. Uh, I mean, just talk about their political spectrum. Uh, you've got this Jewish, this Jewish man that ha- that has grown up Jewish and uh, believes in Yahweh, the God, same God that we believe in. Uh, is the son of this God, uh, but grew up in that culture and everything too, and grew up in a time whenever Rome had occupied their their space. And so politics and stuff was was pretty divisive. Mm-hmm. He grew up in a place where here's a people group that are trying to please God, and then another another country has come and overtaken them in a way and mm-hmm. is occupying their land, and they have to pay taxes to this occupying space. I've explained to the teams before. It's like if Canada came and took over America. Mm-hmm. Uh, which and Americans mean, had to pay crazy. taxes to Canada. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And... So this is the country, if we're Americans and stuff, like Jesus Jesus would be, and the rest of his followers, Jewish people, would be paying tax to that. Uh, if there's not a, like, a reason, well, if that happened to let me, us, let me add on to it. Go for and it. And these Canadians would be like, no, 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 keep, keep living the way you always have until you do something I don't like. No, no can't do that. You got to do, <laughs> do it the Canadian way That's on, right. on that thing. But everything, sure, fine. Do, no, you can't do that. You got to do it like Canada does it. Like. How infuriating would that be? I mean, I'm just thinking about if that was happening now on Facebook and Instagram and all of that. I mean, we struggle just like 
figuring out how to do American politics. Yeah. This is like America yeah. in yeah. Canada, and who's the leader, who's not, who are we paying taxes to, yeah. we shouldn't pay taxes. Who's in charge, who's not. Yeah, and so this is what Jesus grew up in. Right. And so uh, as far as our di- division and politics and stuff, I think he would have no, uh, like, not be surprised at all. Uh, I think it is interesting, though. Um, there was a, um, a couple of times... There was a couple of times where Jesus has the opportunity to be a political figure, mm-hmm. right? So here's this guy. I mean, this is this is the case for tons of historical figures, that whenever you start uh, saying things a certain way and amassing followers, uh, I mean, followers on followers, and people just and love doing you. some amazing things that that yeah, things, talking about things for the common good, helping mm-hmm. helping people in your community. I mean, mm-hmm. and then you've got the miracle side of it, like right. he's providing food, he's providing. Right healing uh, he's bringing people back from and the dead and he's connecting with the common folks that feel that have felt disconnected for such a long yeah. time yeah if anybody should be a political figure jesus is the yeah. guy let's go on the jesus platform like okay and that's what his disciples are like when yeah. are you going to be the king like when when can there we were expect? times that the crowd following him tried to grab him and say let's go let's go right now and make you king yeah they're yeah. like trying to force him like, yeah here's the crown yeah you're the king now yeah you're the one that's in charge and i just think about um and I hope I'm not rambling here, but what was uh, Jesus' main goal in the middle of all of that? Uh, because I, I don't think it was a, po- a political one overall. Mm-hmm. Because if that, was, if that was the way that was going to change people's hearts to become real God followers, then he would have become the emperor. He mm-hmm. would have become the king. He would have become the Jewish, the rabbi of rabbis, the king of kings, the son of man. He would have become that political figure. Mm-hmm. But instead, he was... Killed by both sides. <laughs> yes. He was, the religious, yes. the religious figures hated him so much that they killed him. Yeah. And the Roman figure, the political figures, did the killing. Yeah. So here is this man that could have been, you know, choose either one side or the other and where yeah. he went, or be his own guy, that he didn't fit into the boxes that right. these guys put in. And he was murdered by yeah. both. And it seems like any time that anybody, whether it was a question or a physical action, people try to like, make a political figure out of Jesus. Oh, yeah. He either deflected it or just sometimes just walked away. Like, I'm not even answering the question, man. Like, that's, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, and and he even went so far, and maybe this is this is kind of the direction we need to head, because he went so far as to take people who were, as far as their politics were concerned, diametrically opposed to each other. And, and have extremes in both, both of them... Uh, or I guess multiple ones if you think about all his disciples, but two for sure that he said, okay, both of y'all are in my inner circle and y'all are going to get to be best friends. I'm going to force y'all to be. <laughs> you guys get to wear, oh, it talks about this. You guys get to wear that that uh, get along t-shirt. Yeah, put, you know? put both your heads through the neck hole and learn how to get along. You guys got to hug. and. But, you know, he had, okay, so so one of his disciples, a guy named Matthew, who's, who is a Jewish guy, Working for the Roman government. So this is a American to go with. Yeah, the, to go with our analogy, it's an American, American guy take, collecting the taxes for the Canadians and being unfair, most most likely being unfair by taking probably more double taxes. charging and giving the Canadians their share and keeping some for his own, st- stealing in essence from his own countrymen, in the name of the occupying force. So he is a American traitor. Yes. Um, and we don't like him. Yeah. Uh, we would definitely disagree with him and. and and hate him, right? <laughs> and he would not be somebody that we would want to. Right, and then Jesus has has um, another disciple named Simon, 
uh, and the scripture calls him the zealot. And, and that's not just a random person who gets really excited about things. That was, a, that was the actual name of a political group who considered themselves so zealous, uh, so devoted to the Jewish people that they, that they caused riots, that they planned assassinations, uh, that they, you know, maybe try to do a little bit of Robin Hood, of stealing from the rich, the Romans, yeah. and giving it back to the Jewish people. I mean, just some really uh, committing crimes, uh, committing murder, beating people who were devoted to yeah. the Romans. So these are American people that have a vendetta. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> they got their American flag painted across the back, yeah. you know, with their gun rack and all that kind of stuff, and, yeah. and, and are looking to actually kill. And, and, and feel justified in killing whoever is actually supporting the Romans. <laughs> so, guy working for the Romans uh, and actually taking from his countrymen to supply the Romans. Guy who hates the Romans and actually has Romans and or people who, like the Romans, has them killed. Maybe even killed some of this guy's friends. For sure. We don't know. And The possibilities are there. Jesus calls both of these guys and says, I think you guys can be like me. And... In the process of learning to be like me, y'all are going to walk around together and, and live with each other for the next three years. I, uh, <laughs> like, what is, what is Jesus doing? Like, what's wrong with Jesus? Seriously. Because we would look at that and go, oh, okay, I, you know, great sentiment. For sure. Yeah, you're it's you're not actually creating more problems, Jesus. Yeah, and I think that it probably did in all of the times that he's, he's like, yo, what are you guys talking about? And they're bickering <laughs> amongst themselves. Yes. Either either because of the stuff that Jesus is talking about, or because they're just young kids that are trying to figure it out. Yeah. Uh, but here's these guys. If there's anything to bicker about, I mean, if there is going to be divisiveness as far as like, hey, let's all gang up against uh, Matthew, because a lot of these guys are Jewish fishermen. Mm-hmm. So let's gang up on Matthew and stuff. Like, why would Jesus choose two diametrically opposed dudes to be in his inner circle? He's got thousands of people. Well, Why don't, you, don't you even think that both of them said Jesus is more on my side than he is on yours? Oh, and they oh because Simon Simon ooh. would be like, well, I, Jesus, you're Jewish, and you keep saying things against rich people, That's so true. obviously you side with me. You're my guy. You you um, if we if we had the political aisle, you'd be on my side. Mm-hmm. You'd be in my state, mm-hmm. you know. And Matthew's going. Well, Jesus is on my side because he accepts everybody and uh-huh. he loves everybody and he doesn't hold our past against us. And, and whenever he and called Matthew Levi, he had this uh, he had this um, this feast with yeah, a whole bunch of other tax collectors and sinners. Yeah, and, and, and like, Jesus right right smack dab in the middle of them and tells all the other Jewish people, "This is what y'all should be doing." And Matthew's like, "No, nah, Jesus is my guy." Yeah. <laughs> Same thing that we're dealing with. Listen, this and, is what and, we do this in is our culture. Jesus is on my side. No, he's on my side. He's well. He's more on my side than he is on your side, you know. And and I think Jesus, I think part of the reason for bringing them together and for saying things like, hmm. "People are going to know you not because of your politics, but because of your love." Hmm. And and you, t- I mean, man, think about you know Jesus walking around. I mean, we, we focus on Jesus when he's washing the disciples' feet and and even washing the feet of the guy who's going to. In a few hours, not even a few, like yeah. in a few minutes, is going to betray Jesus. He walks out immediately. And he, and he washes his feet. And how amazing that is. But Jesus washed both Matthew and Simon. And I'm just going to, the scripture doesn't say what the seating arrangement was. Uh, <laughs> I would think that they're still probably sitting on opposite sides of the table from each other. 
you know. Even after three years, sure. Yeah. I don't know that for Politics sure. Are hard but to Jesus washes both their feet. But when he gets up, he goes, hey, what I just did, that's what y'all need to be doing. And I think part of that, physically, yes, you need to be washing each other's feet. But, but that's the mentality you need to have. Jesus did not, did not not wash anybody's feet because of their politics. Yeah. Yep. You all got stinky feet, and I'm going to wash them off. Yeah. You I'm have gonna, a need, and I'm going to meet it. So Jesus wasn't asking these two guys to check their politics out the door and say, here's the deal. You guys are Jesus followers now, okay? You know, don't, you know, we're not going to say, re- you know, red or blue or whatever. Like, you know, do- he's not asking them to give up their politics. He's saying, man, there's something greater than politics that right. unites us. Yes, and there's nothing that Jesus specifically said, okay, Simon, you're wrong. At least that we see in Scripture. Maybe they had a conversation <laughs> with their own. Sure. Uh, we Obviously, know the tax collection part was an issue because, you know, because of how they're viewed. And, and Matthew seems to have a change of heart once he starts following Jesus. Mm-hmm. But even with that, you know, Jesus doesn't say, okay, you know, those Romans, man, you don't ever need to hang out with them again. That never gets brought up. Yeah. So I, I think that's a good point you make. Jesus never told them that they had to change their political views. What Jesus addressed was how they viewed each other. Mm. And I think that's the biggest that's issue cool. that, that we need to deal with, yeah. even with our own politics. Yeah. Uh, somebody may be diametrically opposed to what I believe. Or, I mean, there's people who believe things that I do not believe in at all and don't think we should be doing. But how do I feel about that person? Not just how they view things. How do I feel about them? And, and man, that may, honestly, that might be the hardest part for all of us here today. Uh, and I mean, especially just with all of us trying to work through this stuff is, man, how can I... Uh, okay, they have different politics, but then making the decision to unconditionally love that person mm-hmm. is so much easier said than done. For We'd sure. say that all the time because culture tells us if they believe this differently than you, then you're done. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're not red. They're not blue. Whatever it is, well, you, you should be done with them. Yeah. Uh, and Jesus is saying, we talked about this a little bit before, but uh, in John 17, right before uh, Jesus is about to be crucified, uh, he gets all of his disciples up together uh, in the upper upper room, and he prays for them. Uh, and in verses 10 and 11, uh, he's praying for his 12 disciples. So Matthew and Simon are there, and he says, and he's praying to God for them. This is before he dies. Uh, if he's going to pray one thing for his disciples, he's going to say, "Man, I just wait. I, I want I want them to be one as you and I are one." Talking mm-hmm. about him and the Father, I want them mm-hmm. to be one as you and I are one, so that. Your message can be proclaimed. Right. So deeper. the world can see so it. So the world can see it. And he's praying for these guys. So he's saying, I don't want you to give up your politics, but here's the deal. We're going to be unified by one purpose and one mission. Mm-hmm. And that is Jesus Christ himself. And that's really cool that he prayed that for his 12 disciples. But then 10 verses later in verses 20 and 21, uh, Jesus says, okay, now I want to pray for everybody that hears their words, these 12. And so that's us. Right. Like we, everything that we read in the New Testament, yeah. man, this is, this is these guys. Yeah. And you pray for all of them that they may also be one. Uh, so that Jesus Christ's message can be there too. I don't have to check your politics out the door, but there's something greater, and that's Jesus' purpose and mission. And so that's where we need to be, is it's okay to have different politics, but if we give up love in view of us having different politics, then we have done a grand misservice to what Jesus is asking. For sure, absolutely. And, and that's in John chapter 17, right? Mm-hmm. That's, I mean, I would invite you, I'd encourage you to go read just how Jesus prayed for us before we were ever here. Yeah. Um, you know, but I also think that, that we need to, we also need to remember that being a follower of Jesus and being a part of the kingdom of God 
trumps whatever kingdom we're a part of here on this earth. Uh, That is a greater citizenship than even being a citizen of the United States of America. That is a greater thing to be a part of than a, a particular political party. Jesus is bigger than all of that stuff and calls us to view ourselves outside of uh, all yeah. those things and to view other people outside of all those things. Yeah. And, and again, I think to your point, like it, it really boils down to, um, first off, am I more dedicated to my politics or at least my political party than I am to my God. Ooh. And all of us, all of us would say, oh, I'm more dedicated to God. And I'm not necessarily going to disagree, but what do our actions show? Uh, what do I spend more time talking about, posting on social media about, being angry with somebody else about? Um, is it about my politics or is it about, you know, just well, how I'm supposed to be treating people? I think there's two ways you can view politics, too, is... Are politics going to be the lens in which we view Jesus? Mm-hmm. Or is Jesus going to be the lens in which we view politics? Very good point. <laughs> Very good point. We need, to see, we need to see other people through him uh, and even see our, our own political beliefs through his eyes as well. Yeah. Totally agree. Now, let's, real quick, let's kind of bring this back to... The original question. Well, at least one particular part. The first part of the question, um, let me say this. I'm interrupting myself. We totally agree. Politicians are creating a ton of divisiveness in our country. They're not doing it by themselves. <laughs> uh, we are joining in Absolutely. the divisiveness that they're creating. So, uh, yes, I agree. Politicians are, are creating a lot of stress, a lot of divisiveness, and, and we keep perpetuating that. And, and we so, just had two weeks where we talked about the church's divisiveness. Right. We just had, you know, if you haven't seen it in the past two weeks, uh, it was, I mean, why are there so many different Christian churches? Right. We are a part of that. We right. are a part of the divisiveness because we're human beings. Right. And so I, I want to acknowledge there is divisiveness and, and anything that we can do to, to diminish that, yeah. I think is what we need to do. Now, the other part of the question, the first part of the question is why doesn't God make everybody get along? Okay. So answer that in 30 seconds. <laughs> well, just, I mean, the Bible. Jesus, says, Jesus is the answer, Jesus, right? Jesus. Jesus is the answer to everything. <clears throat> Jesus. <laughs> I think that it's probably something that we've already talked about uh, as far as um, God's sovereignty. Just kind of um, the way God works. Yeah. Right? Remind us of what we talked about, well, what, what God's sovereignty is. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, God's sovereignty is that God knows knows everything. He's omnipotent. He's omnipresent. Uh, he, he is in everything he is in all places uh, he is he's a part of all he's aware things. of all things yeah he's aware he has of all power things. over all things yeah okay um but the cool part about our god uh, is that he's not going to treat us like robots and force us into a relationship with him he's not going to handcuff us to him and say all right buddy no matter where you want to go it doesn't matter you are going to be you're going to be with me the whole time because mm-hmm. that's not what real love is real love is a choice that's what adam and eve you know adam and eve they have a choice on if they want to trust God, his love, and his definition of good and evil, or figure that out for themselves. Right. And so he's, he's saying, listen, here's, this is a choice. And so this is our choice, too. Uh, God doesn't force <laughs> us, let's say we have different political views, to wear the T-shirt that we were talking about earlier and say, you have to hug and you have to make up and hold hands and, and be in this T-shirt until you can agree. Uh, and that's not because he doesn't care about us. That's because he's not forcing us right. to agree on everything. And 
I understand where this person is coming from because I think that'd be great. Uh, wouldn't it be so great? Is because I, I do believe that God is in, in charge of all of these things. And wouldn't it be so great as if God just, no matter what, like politicians did things in love, no matter what, they say, man, I know that we have different views, but we can still treat each other like human beings. Mm -hmm. Wouldn't that be great? I agree with that. But at the same time, too, uh, God is not going to force us right. to do these things. It's like, you know, God sets a standard. I want you to get along. Mm -hmm. I want you to love each other. I want you to serve each other. I want you to serve me. I, I want you to do those things. Mm-hmm. But I'm not going to make you do those things. Yes. And so, you know, I think that's, that's what you're talking about, coming to answer that question, is like, why doesn't God make everybody get along? Because that's not the way that God operates. God shows us what the standard is. God showed us through Jesus. Here's what I'm calling you to. God dwells in us through His Holy Spirit, and the Holy Spirit moves us in a direction and says, here's, here's the direction you should go. But God still doesn't make us do that. Yeah. We still have the ability to go, man, I see that standard, God. I feel the urge to go that direction, and I'm going to go this way. And does God want us to? No. Does it hurt him? Absolutely. Does he want to reach down and go, uh, let me yep. let me get you? For sure. For sure he does. Does he have the power to? And For sure he, he does. Mm-hmm. But that's not, how he, that's not how he treats us. It's our choice. I think and it's... I think uh, that's, that's the answer to the question. I don't know why... Um, <laughs> yeah. Ultimately, why God doesn't just make there be more peace in this world, except for the fact that I think he shows us what peace looks like, yeah. what love looks like, and then says, okay, that's, that's your choice. If you want it or not, there it is. Yeah. Here's, what, here's the standard. Here's what it looks like. Do you want that? And, and even not just like, hey, go get it and good yeah. luck. <laughs> like, I will empower you to do it. He's the one that makes it possible right. for us. But you're going to have to choose it. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to make you do that. Yeah, because whenever he says, man, love your enemies, I can't, I don't want to do that. <laughs> no, I, I don't. Yeah. I don't. The, the, the thing that gets us there is God's spirit inside of us, mm-hmm. which is so cool. So mm-hmm. cool. What I was reading in uh, Deuteronomy actually yesterday, which who reads Deut- Deuteronomy in their spare time? Uh, That's so apparently cool. you do. It's the, it's the end of Deuteronomy for me. Yeah, we can agree to disagree there. <laughs> No, he's, uh, he's just saying, like, hey, here's the deal. Um, here's my whole law. Um, you guys are not going to be able to do it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he says it, <laughs> he says it right there. I already know ahead of time. You guys up. are going to fail. Uh, but what he does say, which is so cool, is that that's where my spirit comes in. Mm-hmm. That's where you're not going to be able to do it, but whenever you are empowered by my spirit, whenever your heart of stone, your heart of diamond is exchanged for a heart of flesh, mm-hmm. which is so cool. And it's this theme that goes all the way through the Old Testament into the New Testament. Once that happens to us, then we can love our enemies. Right. Then we can give peace that mm-hmm. surpasses all understanding. Mm-hmm. Like that's whenever we get there, mm-hmm. um, which is super cool. And I think the cool thing too, just to, to wrap up that part too, uh, is that um, we can say that all the time. We can look over here at these political parties and say, why don't y'all just get along? <laughs> just hold hands for a second. Wear yeah. that t-shirt. Like yeah. do all that. And Jesus doesn't do that. Jesus doesn't say, hey, Caesar, if you could just not do this, that would be great. What Jesus does is he gets right in our face and he says, how are you making that possible? And that's where I'm like, well, just make it possible for them. They're the the ones messing up. They're the problem. And Jesus is like, where are you going to start? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So, yeah, I mean, a couple of other factors of this, just very quickly. One is that... uh, 
we also need to recognize why is there divisiveness? Because there's evil in this world. Yeah. Because as much power and control as our God has, he allows, he allows um, Satan to have power as well. And Satan causes us to be divisive and angry and selfish and self-centered and all those things. And all of our politicians and causes us to follow along with them. Sometimes even being duped into thinking that we're doing exactly the right thing when it's not anything that God wants us to do. That's, that's just part of it. God allows, that's part of our choice too. God allows <laughs> us the ability to choose his path or the path of evil. And then also, it really comes back to us. Um, James chapter four says, here's, you want to know every single argument, you want to know the source of it. It doesn't matter if it's politics, if it's what kind of chicken place you want to go to, if it's an argument with your spouse, with your kids, here's the source of it. Uh, it comes from our own desires within us. And I am convinced that I am right or that I want whatever it is I want. And I'm so, I'm going to cling so tightly to that. And I will fight you for it if you cling to something else. It's us. Um, and it's, it's our own hearts and our own selfishness that perpetuates yeah. the divisiveness in our culture. So I, I think that's kind of, I guess, in a way, three different elements you know, in answering that question. It's, it's our own so selfishness. Good. There's evil in the world that we choose instead of God and... There's things that, that God says, I, I'm not going to make you do. Like, you're going to have to yeah. figure it out on your own. God's in control of those things. God is not going to be surprised on November 3rd who wins the election. Mm-hmm. Uh, none of those things are going to say, man, because this person was elected, then God's, God's plan is out the window. These are people that are elected, and God knows it. God is a part of it. God is over these things, uh, and he's going to use those things to build his kingdom. Mm-hmm. No matter what happens. And, and ultimately, no matter what happens on November 3rd, it really comes down to me. What am I going to do? And where is my ultimate citizenship? What does is, what is my king call me to do? Not my president, not my senator. What does my king call me to do? He calls me to love. He calls me to, to pray for people. He calls, he calls me to serve. He calls me to have peace and not stress over things. He calls me to forgive, uh, even when that person doesn't deserve it. There's all these things he says, if you're going to be my child, if you're going to be a citizen of my kingdom, this is what that looks like. And that demands our yeah. allegiance first and foremost. Yeah. No matter who's sitting in the White House or the governor's mansion or whatever. Sure. So, <laughs> so it's okay for us to have different politics. For sure. For Christians to have different politics. And it's okay to have those discussions. Yeah. As and, long as they're filtered through <laughs> unconditional love. And politicians... Uh, and, and even some of the laws that, that they enact are not godly. We can acknowledge all of that. But ultimately, what, is, what are we doing right. with the culture that we're living in and in, in, in the world that we're... It's challenging. That we're putting in. <laughs> so I hope, that, I hope that helps answer that question. Uh, and, and I guess, you know, if the question is, why does God not stop it? I don't know. He's just choosing not to. There's a God. And just calling right. us to... Yeah. Uh, but, but he does call us to, no matter what he does... No matter who he allows to be in those positions of authority, ultimately we answer to him and to his authority, and that's, right. and that's what we're called to. So, I hope that helps to answer um, that question. I appreciate you guys taking the time to be with us tonight. Feel free to share this the this uh, video, this class with other people. Uh, if there's more questions that come up, if you are, <coughs> if we generated some questions, you're like, well, what do you think about this? 
leave those in the comments and, and we'll come back and answer those the best we can. For sure. I really do want to know which which what's your chicken <laughs> what's your ranking of chicken places. I wanna know. Yeah. I wanna know how right you are by agreeing with me. Uh, or you know You have what, to agree with me though. Yeah. Because I didn't have a stronger argument. <laughs> That's true. I already swayed you. It's gotta be Chick fil A. I guess it's Chick fil A. So okay. <laughs> anyway. Cool. Thank you guys for joining us today. Uh, next week we'll go over another topic. We're really excited about it. So yeah. Yeah. Oh, 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 man, I know we're almost out of, or probably beyond out of time. We're probably going to be changing the format for this class uh, here in a few weeks. And we'll be talking more about that over the next couple of weeks as far yeah. as uh, we're going to work towards doing this live so that we can have more uh, immediate interaction with you guys instead of you just sitting there listening to us talk for a while. We can, we can yeah. maybe message and, and, and interact back and forth um, like we would if we were all in the same room together. So be watching for that. We'll have some details about that uh, in the weeks ahead. Okay? I'm excited about that. Yeah, me too. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Thanks for your time tonight. Yeah. We'll see you soon.